0: Hey, 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 it's so good to see you, even though I can't see you. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood, and I'm so excited to see you here at the Perseverance Through the Bible. And this episode, we're going to be in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which is the story of Jesus. And we're gonna be looking at people and looking at the perseverance that these individuals had to go through and looking at what the culture was like during these times. You guys ready to go on this journey with me and see how we can persevere in our lives through the Bible? Let's do this. Persevering is what can allow you to overcome. But you have to find joy in the pain that you live with. It's not going to be easy. But the reward and the character that you will build in persevering through your challenges will be so rewarding. It will give you so much hope. Are you ready to persevere through your challenges? Let's do this. We have made it through the Old Testament and now we're into the New Testament, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which is the Gospels that talk about Jesus and who Jesus was. And if you're a Christian and you believe in the Bible, you know that this is what your salvation is based off of. If you're a Muslim, you know that he was a prophet. This tells you about how awesome Jesus was. But you obviously don't believe in him as the Messiah. And then if you're a Jew, you just think this guy created a lot of problems. As <laughs> across the board, these four chapters in the Bible are a little bit interesting. But... When we look through these books of the Bible, you start realizing from the eyes of perseverance what was really happening during this time. Because if we really look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and we look at the culture and the Jewish laws, you're going to see Jesus shouldn't be alive in the first place. Mary should not be married in the first place. Mary should have been stoned to death. If you're not familiar with Jesus and who he is as a a whole, I start with John and then go to Matthew. Do Luke last, because Luke is a little bit more in-depth. It's more a scholarly perspective of Jesus himself. Let's talk about Mary. She gets notified by an angel saying, hey, Mary, you're going to have a baby. What? I'm not married. No, you're going to be pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Okay. That that just doesn't seem right. But Mary's pledged to be married to Joseph. Let's think about what Mary's having to go through knowing that she's pregnant. If you don't know much about your Jewish history, in Leviticus, Mary should have been stoned to death because she wasn't married. That's what should have happened. That's not what happened. This is what's in her mind. You have to then start thinking about how does she handle this? How does she then become willing to carry this baby, knowing that the world around her is going to shame her? Even her own family going to shame her. How often do we live with something? We know we did the right thing, but the world around us is going to say, no, no, shame on you, shame on you. Part of persevering in your life requires to do what God is calling you to do, even though you're going to be shamed for it. Now that we've looked at Mary, let's look at her fiancé, Joseph. They were pledged to be married, and she gets pregnant before they're married. An angel comes and says, Joseph, this is a special baby. This baby is going to come and save the world. So, Mary, Mary... And be her husband. Joseph like, okay, I'll do that. But the egg is still on the face. When you're being obedient in your perseverance. Because God is calling you to do something. You have to push away what the world tells you you should do. Because God is telling you that you need to do that. Mary ends up going and sees Elizabeth and John the Baptist is inside her tummy and bopping around because he realizes the Messiah is coming. Isn't it pretty incredible when we think about it from a lens of perseverance? Before Jesus was even born, Mary and Joseph had to go through a lot of issues. There's a lot of people that don't agree with me. Ultimately, I'm going to do the same thing that Mary did. I'm going to treasure all the good in my heart, but be encouraging to those that want to destroy what I'm doing. When we look at Mary and Joseph, we're looking at a couple that obeyed what God called them to do, which was against the rules and the law of the Jews. And because of that, they had to have the egg on their face. And I want you to understand. If you are doing what God is calling you to do. You will have peace. You will have joy. You will have the ability to persevere. So Jesus is born. You had the wise men that came. Gave some gifts. You had the shepherds that came. And they worshiped Jesus. They're saying. This is the one. With. This coming fulfills the prophecies. This season was full of unknowns. I mean, it's stressful. Joseph, he gets a dream and says, you need to go to Egypt. They go to Egypt. You have to leave your family, all your support system, because you have this baby that people want to murder. You have one of the major causes for so many baby deaths during this time of history and i want to encourage you right now to think about what are you holding that's so heavy can i encourage you allow god to take that weight off of your shoulders and allow him to comfort you through the season that you're facing once you've done that you'll realize you don't have to carry the whole world on your shoulders all you have to do is obey, listen, and just spend time with Jesus. This will help you persevere through the challenges that you're facing. So Jesus grows up and starts preaching at the temple and he didn't go home. His parents were not very happy. But at the same time, Jesus saw that his father was God. Turned turns 30 and starts his ministry. Prior to this, Jesus' life was fairly simple. Be a carpenter, help his dad. But when he started his ministry, who he was and why he was here was to save those from hell. What's incredible about Jesus is he put his physical body through the temptations that we face. But he never stumbled. We need to remember that we're talking about somebody that's perfect, that has no sin in his life. Meaning, perseverance was just a normal ingredient in his life that he just kept doing. And he already knew what was going to happen the next day. And this is kind of the way Jesus lived his life. He would go through the day and empower people and love people encouraged encourage people. Heal the sick, cast out the demons. But Satan tried to tempt him too. And he said, hey, I'll give you all of my kingdom if you just bow to worship me. Make the rocks turn into bread. You got the power. Jump off the cliff and have the angels come to your rescue. These are all things that Satan was trying to do to Jesus. But Jesus refused to give in to the evilness of Satan. The angels came to his rescue after his 40 days of fasting. When Jesus was going through this time, perseverance was such a key part of his fasting process. Every time he was tempted... Every time he felt the hunger pain, Jesus kept moving forward. Are you going through pain today? You just need to just remember, I'm just going to take one step because tomorrow's not here yet. If we were to look at Jesus during this time of his fasting, he knew the end result was going to be so beautiful. So Jesus continues to grow his ministry, but people are starting to hate him questioning what these man-made rules were the pharisees they would make sure everybody knew that they were fasting but jesus said don't let nobody know so that way your reward is in heaven i'm going to encourage you right now take the moment of god to work on you then allow god to use you to help somebody else our god is so big we are so small when we lean into our big God, He makes everything that we do so big. So Jesus had gone through this process. He now, people are hating Him, people are loving Him. It's all over the board. The Pharisees and the Sadducees—they knew if they killed Jesus, it was going to become a problem. So what did they do? They got one of His disciples to sell Him over, and Judas came and they—you know—they arrested Him and put Him on a cross. When we look at Judas, the scripture says that God allowed Satan to to manipulate the situation. But when Judas realized what really happened, he killed himself. I want to encourage you, just be really careful about going astray. Because when you go astray, you can lose a lot. I'll be really vulnerable with you right now. When I was 21, I was lonely. and I, I, I just wanted comfort. I wanted something. God wasn't enough for me, which is always the wrong answer so I went to my computer and tried to fill that with images on the screen and videos of things that I should never see and I opened the door once I went off the beaten path once and nine months later I'm addicted and I can't get out of it and it's ripping me apart what did I do I told a friend that I trusted and slowly He started pulling me out with accountability and support. But I know so many people, they never share this. They never talk about the sin that led them astray. The part of persevering in your life is making sure you do not get distracted by the sins of this world. It is really easy to do so. And that is why it's important to have a relationship every morning and every night. Some days, other days, it's four hours with God. Because He is my friend. He is my God. He is my Father. He is the one that keeps me walking the right path. There is nobody else to do that. But we're going to talk about Peter. Peter, one of Jesus' number one disciples. And he said he would never deny him. And he denied Jesus. If you're in a relationship with somebody, are you praising or are you denying that loved one of yours when you're with your friends? How many are are you in marriages and you're not happy in your marriage? And you go to a friend and you just tell how horrible they are. And you never put them in the light of why you ever married I told my wife, and I said, you know what's interesting? I talk to people about our challenges, but I always make sure I leave that conversation putting you in the most beautiful light ever. She's my best friend, and I want everybody to know a marriage, a relationship is a two-way street. But if you are struggling in your marriage or in your relationship, I'm going to encourage you. What are you saying when they are not around? Because if you can't put them in the light when they're not around you, how are you going to do that when you're around them? Just saying. So that wraps up my perseverance with the Bible. Next, we're going to be looking up Apostle Paul. Looking at New Testament into Revelations. It's going to be mainly on Apostle Paul and looking at what perseverance looks like in the early church and the early Christians because there's a lot of drama there. Like I always say, go live beyond your challenges. Now you're ready to persevere for your challenges today. Thank you for joining me on the Perseverance Podcast. If you'd like to get a hold of me, you can email me at kelvin at com. You can also follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. And YouTube at Potter. If you'd like to buy some merch or some DeafBlind Potter pieces, you can go to DeafBlindPotter.com. Please give us a five-star rating and subscribe to the Perseverance Podcast so you don't miss an episode. That way, you and I can continue living beyond our challenges and persevering through them too.